when you ask the question, what would Jesus do? Don't forget that the use of whips and overturning of tables is not outside the realms of possibility. The temple into which Jesus walked had become something other than what it was meant to be. It had become a marketplace where money changers changed coins that bore the images of foreign potentates into temple coins. Mind you, they gave a very good rate for them. It was crowded with those who sold pigeons and sheep and goats and cattle and charged a very good price for them as well, just so they could make their living, of course, for no other reason. And so it had become less than a place where God was worshipped and more a place where money was to be made. It had become the complete opposite of everything that the Jewish faith was supposed to be about. As we heard in our first reading from the book of Exodus, all these ten commandments that we hear, the first ten of the 613, were all about primarily right relationship with each other and with God. And that was at the heart of the Jewish faith. Not making sure that you had the right kind of animals or the right kind of coins. It was about making sure that you had right relationship with your brothers and sisters and therefore, as well as, having right relationship with God. And so the temple became a place where those kind of relationships were meant to be fostered. But in Jesus' day, it had become a place where those who came to offer right worship, those who came to express the solidarity with their brothers and sisters and with God, were cheated by those who sat in that place. Is there any wonder why Jesus got a little upset? Because the temple, quite literally, was meant to be the place where God dwelled in this earth, except at that time, when it had become something less, something the complete opposite of what it had been constructed for. And so Jesus expels them, quite violently, it would seem, righteously angry that somebody had dared to contravene what God had ordained, what God had laid down in the law that had been handed down to Moses and had turned this place into a market. Jesus was rightly angry, and so should we be from time to time. It's amazing the number of times that I hear in confessionals people confessing to the sin of anger, to which my immediate response is, and what did you do then? Because there's a difference between what you do and what you feel. Jesus, however, expressed his anger in ways that is contrary to our usual picture of Jesus. I was once reminded of that when people told me that Jesus was always meek and mild after they took exception to something I said during a homily. I didn't take the course that would be naturally following and point out this particular part of Scripture, but I was sorely tempted to do so. Jesus was all about making sure that God and God's plan for humanity, God's kingdom, came to fruition. And if something got in the way of that, as we hear in our gospel tonight, then there was going to be consequences. Rightly so. And then there's that wonderful part at the end, when Jesus reminds his disciples and those who listen that after the resurrection they reflect and they realized that the temple was no longer necessary. This building, this great 
edifice, which had become less than what it was, was no longer required because God had come to be in the person of Jesus and that was the way in which right relationship with God and with our brothers and sisters was to be expressed by listening to what God through Jesus tells us and then doing what God asks of us through Jesus. That's how right relationship is to be experienced. That is how right relationship is to be expressed into the world. No longer was it about making sure that you got the right kind of coins or the right kind of animals, but making sure that you were aligned to Jesus and to what Jesus asks of us. And so during this Lenten season, which we do every year, we have an opportunity to once again realign ourselves to all that God is asking of us. To realign ourselves and put ourselves in right relationship with God through Jesus and with our brothers and sisters through Jesus. Jesus is the very core of everything that we are called to be about. Right relationship, right worship, right practice is all wonderful as long as it's centred on Jesus and not making sure you use the right kind of instrument to do it. And so, brothers and sisters, as we continue our journey through Lent, it's still not too late this year for us to turn back once again and to remove those things that get in the way of being in right relationship with Jesus, of being in accord with what he asks us to do, and so be prepared to witness that into the world. It's still not too late. It never is. But it's still time during this Lenten season to turn back to that wonderful thing that we experience in the person of Jesus himself.